Hello, my name is Isaac, and today I will be reading Percy Jackson and the Titan's Curse, Chapter 17. I am... I'm wondering... What do you... What do my listeners think of my, like, intro music? Is it... Is it good? Should I change it? Should I... Tell me, go to podbean.com or download the app Podbean, uh... Search up my my podcast and uh, comment there. Tell me, is it good? What would you rather have? Would you rather have more like Arnold piano or I don't know actually what instrument that is. It's like bass, isn't it? Bass or guitar? Ukulele? Would you want me to have ukulele in my intro? <laughs> yeah. So go to Podbean.com or download yeah Podbean and search my podcast and comment that, please. Chapter 17. I put on a few million extra kilograms. The horrible thing was, I could see the family resemblance. Atlas had the same regal expression as Zoe. The same cold, proud eyes in his eyes that Zoe sometimes got when she was mad. Though at him, it just looked evil. He was all the things I'd originally disliked about Zoe, with none of the good ones I'd come to appreciate. Let Artemis go, Zoe demanded. Atlas, Atlas walked closer to the chained goddess. Perhaps you'd like to take the sky for her, then. Be my guest. Zoe opened her mouth to speak, but Artemis said, No! Do not offer Zoe, I forbid you. Atlas smirked. He knelt next to Artemis and tried to touch her face, but the goddess bit at him, almost taking off his fingers. Ho, ho! Atlas chuckled. You see, daughter? Lady Artemis likes her new job. I think I will have the... All the Olympians take turns carrying my burden once Lord Kronos rules again. And this is the center of our palace. It will teach those weaklings some humility. I looked at Annabeth. She was desperately trying to tell me something. She motioned her head towards Luke. But all, but all I could do was stare at her. I hadn't noticed before, but something about her had changed. Her blonde hair was now streaked with gray. From holding the sky, Dahlia muttered, as if she'd read my mind. That weight should have killed her. I don't understand, I said. Why can't just Artemis let go of the sky? Atlas laughed. How little you understand, young one. This is the point where the sky and the earth first meet, where Uranus and Gaia first brought forth their mighty children, the Titans. The sky still yearns to embrace the earth. Something must hold it at bay. Or else it would crush down upon us, upon this palace, place, instantly flattening the mountain, everything with a hundred leagues. Once you have taken the burden, there is no escape. Atlas smiled, lest someone else takes it for you. He approached us, studying, studying Thalia and me. So these are the best heroes of the age, eh? Not much of a challenge. Fight us, I said, and let's see. Have the gods taught you nothing? An immortal does not fight a mere mortal directly. It is beneath our dignity. I'll have Luke crush you instead. So you're another coward, I said. Atlas' eyes glowed with hatred. With difficulty, he turned his attention to Thalia. As for you, daughter of Zeus, it seems Luke was wrong about you. I wasn't wrong, Luke managed. looked terribly weak, and he spoke every word as if it were painful. In fact, didn't have the... If I didn't hate his gut so much, I 
I almost would have felt sorry for him. Thalia, you can still join us. Call the Ophiatoris. It will come to you. Look. He waved his hand, and next to us a pool of water appeared. A pond ringed in black marble, big enough for the Ophiatoris. I could imagine Bessie in that pool. In fact, the more I thought about it, the more I was sure I could hear Bessie mooing. Don't think about him! Suddenly, Grover's voice was inside my mind. The empathy link. I could see his motions. I could feel them. He was on the verge of panic. I'm losing Bessie. Block the thoughts. I tried to make my mind go blank. I tried to think about basketball players, skateboards, and different kinds of candy in my mom's shop. Anything but Bessie. Thalia, call the Ophiatoris, Luke persisted, and you will be more powerful than the gods. Luke. Her voice was full of pain. What happened to you? Don't you remember all those times we talked? All those times we cursed the gods? Our fathers have done nothing for us. They have no right to rule the world. Thalia shook her head. Free Annabeth, let her go. If you join me, Luke promised, it can be like old times, the three of us together, fighting for a better world. Please, Thalia, if you don't agree... His voice faltered. It's my last chance. Use another way if you don't agree. Please. I didn't know what he meant. Fear in his voice sounded real enough. I believe that Luke was in danger. His life depended on Thalia joining his cause, and, it was af- and I was afraid Thalia might believe it too. Do not, Thalia, Zoe warned. We must fight them. Zoe waved his hand again, and a fire appeared. A bronze brazier, just like one at camp. A sacrificial flame. Thalia? I said. No. Behind Luke, the golden sarcophagus began to glow. As it did, I saw images of the mist all around us. Black walls rising, the ruins becoming whole. A terrible and beautiful palace rising around us, making a f- of, made of fear and shadow. We'll raise Mount Othrius right here, Luke promised, in a voice so strained it was hardly his. Once more, it will be stronger and greater than Olympus. Look, Thalia, we are not weak. He pointed towards the ocean, and my heart fell. Marching up on the side of the mountain from the beach where the Princess Andromeda was docked was a great army. Drachnia and Lastragonians, monsters and half-bloods, hellhounds, harpies, and other things I couldn't even name. All ship must have been emptied, because there were hundreds, many more than I'd seen on board last summer, and they were marching towards us. In a few minutes, they would be here. This is a, only a taste of what is to come, Luke said. Soon we will be ready to storm Camp Half-Blood, and after that, Olympus itself. All we need is your help. For a terrible moment, Thalia hesitated. She gazed at Luke, her eyes full of pain, as if the only thing she wanted to do in the world was to believe him. But she leveled... Then she leveled her spear. You aren't Luke. I don't know you anymore. Yes, you do, Thalia, he pleaded. Please don't make me... Don't make him destroy you. There was no time. If that army got to the top of the hill, we would be overwhelmed. I met Annabeth's gaze. She nodded. I looked at Thalia and Zoe and decided it would have been the worst. It wouldn't be the worst thing in the world to die fighting with friends like this. Now. Now, I said. Together, we charged. Thalia went straight for Luke. The power of her shield was so great that his dragon woman... Bodyguards flew back in panic, fled back in panic, dropping the golden coffin and leaving him alone. But despite his sickly appearance, Luke was still quick, 
but with his sword. He snarled like a wild animal, animal and counterattacked. When his sword hit Black Backbiter met Thaya's shield, a ball of lightning erupted between them, frying the air with, an, with yellow tendrils of power. As for me, I did the stupidest thing of my life, which is saying a lot. I attacked the Titan Atlas. He laughed as I approached. A huge javelin appeared in his hands. His silk suit melted into full Greek battle armor. Go on, then. Percy, Zoe said. Beware. I know what she was warning me about. Kyron had told me long ago, immortals are constrained by ancient rules, but a hero can go anywhere, challenge anyone, as long as he has the nerve. Once I attacked, Atlas was free to retaliate, retaliate directly, with all his might. I swung my sword, and Atlas knocked me aside with a shaft of his javelin. I flew through the air and slammed into a black wall. It wasn't mist anymore. The palace was rising brick by brick. It was becoming real. Fool! Atlas screamed gleefully, swatting aside one of Zoe's arrows. Did you think, simply because you could challenge that petty war god, that you would stand up to me? Mention of Ares sent a jolt through me. I shook off my daze and charged again. If I could get to that pool of water, I could double my strength. A javelin's point slashed towards me like a scythe. I raised Riptide, planning to cut off his weapon at the shaft, but my arms felt like lead. My sword, my sword suddenly weighed a ton, and I remembered Ares's warning, spoken on the beach in L.A. so long ago. When you need it most, your sword will fail you. Not now, I pleaded, but it was no good. I tried to dodge, but the javelin caught me in the chest and sent me flying like a ragdoll. I slammed into the ground, my head spinning. I looked up and found I was at the feet of Artemis, still straining under the weight of the sky. Run, boy, she told me. You must run. Atlas was t taking his time coming towards me. Our sword was gone. It skittered away over the edge of the cliff. It, it might reappear in my pocket, maybe in a few seconds, but it didn't matter. I'd be dead by then. Luke and Thalia were fighting like demons, lightning crackling behind, around them. Annabeth was on the ground, desperately struggling to free her hands. Die, little hero, Atlas said. His, he raised his javelin to impale me. No! Zoe yelled and sent a volley of silver arrows sprouted from the arpent chink in Ali, Atlas's armor. <sighs> he bellowed and turned towards, towards his daughter. I reached down and felt a riptide in my pocket. I couldn't fight Atlas, even with a sword. Then a chill went down my spine. I remembered the words of the prophecy. A titan's curse must one withstand. I couldn't hope to beat Atlas, but there was someone else who might stand a chance. The sky, I told the goddess, give it to me. No, boy, Artemis said. Her forehead was beaded with metallic sweat like quicksilver. You don't know what you're asking. I, it will crush you. Annabeth took it. She barely survived. She had the spirit of true hunt, of a true huntress. You will not last so long. I'll die anyway, I said. Give me the weight of the sky. I didn't wait for her answer. I took Riptide out and slashed through her change, chains. Then I stepped next to her and braced myself on one knee, holding up my hands, and touched the cold, heavy clouds. For a moment, Artemis and I bore the weight together. It was the heaviest thing I'd ever felt, as if I were being crushed under a thousand trucks. I wanted to black out from the pain, but I breathed deeply. I can do this. Then Artemis slipped out of from under the burden, and I held it alone. Afterwards, I tried many times to explain what it felt like. 
I couldn't. Every muscle in my body turned to fire. My bones felt like they were melting. I wanted to scream, but I didn't have the strength to open my mouth. I began to sink lower and lower to the ground, the sky's weight crushing me. Fight back! Grava's voice said inside my head. Don't give up! I concentrated on breathing. If I could just keep the sky aloft a few more seconds. I thought about Bianca, who had given her life so we could get here. If she could do that, I could hold the sky. My vision turned fuzzy. Everything was tinged tinged with red. I caught glimpses of the battle, but I wasn't sure if I was seeing clearly. He was Atlas in full battle armor, jabbing with his javelin, laughing insanely as he fought, and Artemis, a blur of silver. She had two wicked hunting knives, each as long as her arm, and she slashed wildly at the titan, dodging and leaping in unbelievable grace. She seemed to change from form as she maneuvered. She was a tiger, a gazelle, a beer, a falcon... Perhaps it was just my fever brain. Zoe shot arrows at her father, aiming for the chinks in his armor. He roared in pain each time one found its mark, but they, effect- but they affected him like bee stings. He just got madder and kept fighting. Thalia and Luke went speared on sore, lightning still flashing around them. Thalia pressed Luke's back with the hour of her shield. Thalia pressed Luke back with the hour of the shield. Even he was not immune to it. He retreated, wincing and growling in frustration. Yield! Thalia yelled. You will never beat me, Luke. He bared his teeth. We'll see, my old friend. Sweat pounded down my face. My hands were slippery. My shoulders should have screamed with agony if they could. It felt like the verberty in my spine were being wielded together by a blowtorch. Atlas advanced, pressing Artemis. She was fast, but his strength was unstoppable. His javelin slammed into the earth where Artemis had been a split second before, and a fissure a fissure opened in the rocks. He leaped over it and kept pushing her, pursuing her. She was leading him back towards me. Get ready, she spoke in my mind. I was losing the ability to think to think through the pain. My response was something like, Oh, oh. You fight well for a girl, Atlas laughed. Be no match for me. He fainted with the tip of his javelin, and Artemis dodged. I saw the trick coming. Atlas's javelin swept through and knocked Artemis's legs off the ground. and She fell, and Atlas brought up his javelin tip for the kill. No! So he screamed. She leaped between her and father and Artemis and shot an arrow straight into the titan's forehead, where it lodged like a unicorn's horn. Atlas bellowed in rage. He swept aside his daughter with the back of his hand, sending her flying into the black rocks. I wanted to shout her name, run to her aid, but I couldn't speak or move. I couldn't even see where Zoe landed. Then Atlas turned on Artemis with a look of triumph in his face. Artemis seemed to be wounded. He didn't get up. The first blood in a, in a new war. Atlas gloated, and he stabbed downwards. As fast as thought, Artemis grabbed his javelin shaft. It hit the earth right next to her, and she pulled backwards, using the javelin like a lever, kicking the titan lord and setting him flying over her. I saw him coming down on top of me, and I realized that what would happen. I loosened my grip of the sky, and 
As Atlas slammed into me, I didn't try to hold on. I let myself be pushed out of the way and rolled for all I was worth. The weight of the sky dropped onto Atlas's back, almost smashing him flat until he managed to get his knees, struggling to get, get out from the weight of the crushing weight of the sky. But it was too late. No! He bellowed so hard it shook the mountain. Not again! Atlas was strapped, was trapped under his old burden. I tried to stand and fell back again, dazed from pain. My body felt like it was burning up. Daya backed Luke to the edge of the cliff, but still they fought on next to the golden coffin. Daya had years, had tears in her eyes. Luke had, had a bloody slash across his chest, and his pale face glistening with sweat. He lunged at Daya, and she slammed it him with her shield. Luke's sword spun out of his hands and clattered to the rocks. Dahlia's spear, Dahlia put her spear towards his throat. For a moment, there was silence. Well, Luke asked. He tried to hide it, but I could hear fear in his voice. Dahlia trembled with fury. Behind her, Annabeth came scrambling, finally free from her bonds. Her face was bruised and streaked with dirt. Don't kill him! He's a traitor! Dahlia said. A traitor! In my days, I realized that Artemis was no longer with me. She'd flung towards the black rocks where Zoe had fallen. We'll bring Luke back, Annabeth pleaded. To Olympus. He'll, he'll be useful. Is that what you want, Thalia? Luke sneered. To go back to Olympus and triumph to please your dad? Thalia hesitated, and Luke made a desperate grab for her spear. No! Annabeth shouted, but it was too late. Without thinking, Thalia kicked Luke away. He lost his balance, terror on his face, and then he fell. Luke! Annabeth screamed. We rushed... We? Percy? We rushed to the, e the cliff's edge. Below us, the army from the Princess Andromeda had stopped in amazement. They were staring at Luke's broken form on the rocks. Despite how much I hated him, I couldn't stand to see it. I wanted to believe he was still alive, but that was impossible. The fall was 15 meters at least, and he wasn't moving. One of the giants looked up and growled. Kill them! Thalia was stiff with grief, tears streaming down her cheeks. I pulled her back as a wave of javelins sailed over our heads. We ran for the rocks, ignoring the curses and threats of Atlas as we passed. Artemis! I yelled. The goddess looked up, her face almost as grief-striking as Thalia's. Zoe lay in the goddess's arms. She was breathing, breathing. Her eyes were open, but still. The wound is poisoned, Artemis said. Atlas poisoned her? I said. I asked. No, the goddess said. Not Atlas. She showed us the wound on Zoe's side. I've almost forgotten her scrape with laid on the dragon. The bite was much worse than Zoe had let on. I could barely look at the wound. She'd charged into battle against battle against her father with a horrible cut already sapping her strength. The stars, Zoe murmured. I cannot see them. Nectar and Ambrosia, I said. Come on, we have to get there some. No one moved. Grief hung in the air. The army of Kronos was just below the rise. Even Artemis was too shocked to stir. We might have met our doom right there, but then I heard a strange buzzing noise. Just as the army of monsters came over the hill, a sop with camels swooped down out of the sky. Get away from my daughter, Dr. Chase yelled, called down, and his machine gun burst into life. 
peppering the ground with bullet holes and start and startling the whole group of monsters into scattering. Dad? Annabeth yelled in disbelief. Run! He called back, his voice growing fainter as he, the biplane swooped by. This shook Annabeth Artemis out of her grief. She stared up the antique plane, which was now banking round for another strafe. Brave man, Artemis said with grudging approval. Come, we must let... We must get Zoe away from here. She raised her hunting horn to her lips, and its clear sound echoed from the down the valleys of Marin. Zoe's eyes were fluttering. Hang in there, I told her. It'll be right here. It'll be all right. The sop with Kamel swooped down again. A few giants threw javelins, and one flew straight through the wings of the plane, but the machine guns blazed. I realized with amazement that somehow Dr. Chase must have got hold of Celestial Bronze to fashion his bullets. The first row snake woman wailed as the machine gun volley blew them into sulfurous yellow powder. That's my dad, Annabeth said with amazement. We didn't have time to admire his flying. The giants and snake woman were already recovering from their surprise. Dr. Chase would be in trouble soon. Just then, the moonlight brightened, and a silver chariot appeared from the sky, drawn by the most beautiful deer I have ever seen. It landed right next to us. Get in, Artemis said. Annabeth helped me get Zoe and th- get Thaya on board. Annabeth helped me get Thaya on board. Then I helped Artemis with Zoe. We wrapped Zoe in a blanket as Artemis pulled the reins of the chariot and sped away from the mountain, straight into the air. Like Santa Claus's sleigh, I murmured, still dazed with pain. Artemis took time to look back at me. Indeed, young half-blood, and where do you think the legend came from? Seeing, a, seeing us safely away, Dr. Chase turned his biplane and followed us like an honor guard. It must have been one of the strangest sights ever, even for the Bay Area. The silver chariot, pulled by deer, escorted by a sop with Kamel. Behind us, the army of Kronos roared in anger as they... As they gathered on the summit of Mount Tam- Telemus, but the loudest sound was the voice of Atlas, bellowing curses against the gods as he struggled under the weight of the sky. And that was, um, chapter 17. <laughs> as some of you might have figured out, the whole prophecy is true now. One shall perish by a parent's hand. Poor Zoe, really. I mean, that sucks. Yeah, like, by your own pet getting bit to death? And then you're, like, getting stabbed by your dad? Not good. But Dr. Chase came in for the day. Let's go. Uh, that that was pretty cool, actually, that he came in and just started sniping them. Also, Luke, too. I, oh, my God, so much happened in this chapter. Jeez. Everything just... Wow. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, no, I, I don't know what to say, really. 